The Lord spoke to me and told me some things. He said, you'll begin to write with a new anointing. And through the music and through the singing as you minister forth, my anointing will flow out from you. Those who believe that and receive that anointing will be healed in their body. Financial need will be met. Harmony will come to the home. The yoke of bondage will be broken because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. I'm David Engels, and this is the Hour of Anointing. Deserving of our high acclaim Let's give him all the glory to his name People of Zion Exalt your King Lift up your voices Let praise begin Thoughts be established Let anthems ring Adoringly, this special honor have all his saints to bind up evil through giving thanks. Lift up your voices to Jesus, sing, people of Zion, exalt your King. This is David Engels, and you're listening to the Hour of Anointing. Did you know the Lord is great? He's greatly to be praised. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness, 
and for his wonderful works to the children of men, we all could say amen, how wonderful the Lord is to me. And at midnight, Paul and Silas, they prayed, they sang praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. Be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Now, this scripture here at Ephesians 5, it has the meaning and the connotation of keep on being filled with the Spirit. Keep on being filled with the Spirit. How do I do that? Speak to yourself in psalms, hymns, spiritual songs. Just sing and make melody in your heart to the Lord. Scripture goes on to say, giving thanks always for all things unto God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, one of the names of God is El Shaddai. That means the all-sufficient one, the many-breasted one, the strong-breasted one. And that means, just means there's room for everybody. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, someone painted a picture one time. I always thought it was a kind of a grotesque picture that I saw. But but it showed basically it showed this animal and that's you know and that's what was, what was grotesque about it and and here were the little pups you know and uh, and it showed some opportunities there in other words there was little spigots you know and uh, and that was somebody's rendition a painter's rendition really of El Shaddai that there's that there's more than enough so there's a spigot for everybody that's the point I'm making <laughs> is is there is there's enough for everybody the strong-breasted one the many-breasted one the God who's more than enough let us lift our voice. And let us recognize and praise him. Deuteronomy 13 and 4. Uh, Ye shall walk after the Lord your God and fear him and keep his commandments and obey his voice. And ye shall serve him and cleave unto him. You know what cleave means? I think that probably the easiest picture to uh, paint here about cleaving is, uh, is here's a, a man and here's a woman and this is the husband and this is the wife and, and they stand uh, face to face and and he encircles his arms around her, and and she encircles her arms around him, and that's that's cleaving. You shall serve him and cleave unto him. So, with our praise, with our adoration, and with our worship, we put our arms around God and we cleave to Him, and uh, and His arms are around us, and and we are one. And you know, uh, it is such a privilege on our part to be occupied with saying, Praise the Lord, glory to your name, wonderful Father El Shaddai, you're such a good God to me. A sister Metcalf wrote a book, and it was called Making His Praise Glorious, and, and uh, she called attention to some passages of Scripture that tell us about God's dwelling place. It's between the cherubim. You can find it, just make this note if you want to, Psalm 80 in verse 1, and then... Uh, Psalm 99, verse 1, and Isaiah 37, verse 16. And, and these passages, these scriptures, refer to the cherubim, which means the angels covering the Ark of the Covenant. Now, uh, these angels, or cherubim as they're called, uh, they just, you might say, are an earthly reflection of the heavenly reality. We, don't, we, we just have our imaginations to use here, so far as what they look like. And, uh, and they take their significance from the cherubim which surround the throne of God, the majesty on high. The Bible says that they rest not day or night, who rest not day and night, saying, now this is what they're doing right now, while this broadcast is going on, they're there saying, holy, 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 Lord God 
Almighty. In other words, Almighty means El Shaddai. Almighty. Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. The God who's more than enough. They're saying holy, holy, holy. Uh, God dwells in this ambience or aura of our worship, the atmosphere of our worship and praise on earth as well as in the seated place. Praise and God's presence really have a mutual affinity. Although God is omnipresent, he is not everywhere present in benign influence. But where there is joyful praise, there he is dynamically active. He is benevolently active. In other words, he's doing good things. He's active in that. In Psalm 22, uh, we're told that God inhabits the praises of Israel or the praises of his people. God lives and dwells in, revels in, loves the praise of his people. This means that wherever a believer is speaking and making adoration to the Lord, reverencing the Lord with acceptable worship and praise to him, there uh, God manifests his presence. And God's presence always expels Satan. How would you like to get rid of the devil today? Just get praise in God because God's presence always, and he always is present. Now, he, he, he never leaves us nor forsakes us, but we're talking about the living, moving, working presence of God. That takes place as my breath passes over my vocal cords in a praise, an active, overt praise from me to him. And God is present to receive that. And uh, his presence always expels Satan. You know what it means to be expelled? I never did get expelled from school, but I know some people who did, and that means you have to leave. You can't stay where everybody else is. So praise brings God's presence active, or makes it active, uh, in a very beautiful way. It's this atmosphere of praise, adoration, reverence, worship and praise. God manifests his presence, and this expels Satan. That means Satan cannot stay. He has to go. Satan cannot live in or even stand to operate in the divine ambience of the presence of God and the praise of God. Praise is power. Satan is allergic to praise. So where there is massive, ongoing, triumphant praise, Satan is paralyzed, Satan is bound, and Satan is banished. Now, does this give any believer listening to me any ideas? <laughs> Makes you want to say, praise God and keep on going. <laughs> the secret of overcoming faith, therefore, is praise. James said this, resist the devil, he will flee from you. But first of all, he said, submit yourselves unto God. How do I submit myself? By just saying, I submit. Is that how I do it? How do I submit myself to God? Well, let me just tell you, I know a good way. You get these little hands that's got these fingers on them, and they're kind of hanging at your side, and you just start lifting them up toward the sky, and they come up about your shoulders, and they come up about your ears, and then up about where the top of your head is, and then they go up above your head, and when you get them up there, and then you turn them around there, and just kind of point at God with your hands, as although you're, although you're giving to him, you're, you're also ready to catch something. <laughs> and you begin to say, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, who is, 
who was and who is and who is to come. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness, praise him for his wonderful works to the children of men. You know, when Paul and Silas began to pray and sing praises unto God, the prisoners heard them. That's right. The prisoners heard them, and they heard them giving glory to God. And the very foundations of the prison were shaken. The doors swung open. You know, the earthquake starts. You know, we heard a little about that last few days. Earthquake started. I mean, the doors come off their latches. You know, the doors swing open, and then the bands were loosed. Praise God. You've been listening to The Hour of Anointing. To order David Ingalls products, including music CDs and downloads, soundtracks and songbooks, call us toll-free at 1-877-34-RADIO or visit us online at diministries.org. And while you're there, check out audio archives of past programs, including today's broadcast. Our mailing address is David Ingalls Ministries, P.O. Box 1924, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74101. When writing, please include an offering for Radio Time along with the call letters of this station. Tune in weekdays at this same time for the Hour of Anointing with David Ingalls.